Welcome to Into the Mirror, Episode 9. Talk is cheap, or is it? My name's Alexander, and this is my co-host, Brody. What's going on today, Brody? I'm just thinking about alignment a lot lately, and words are extremely powerful. We both know that. However, when it comes to alignment, they can be weakened by what you do with those words. Yeah, I think, um, you know, talk is cheap. And I think beyond that is thoughts, right? Thoughts before thought, before talking, like, and without all of them, without the actions, like for me, I think I talk and then I act. Um, without the action, it's like the, the creation event is being stopped. You know, like I'm trying to manifest getting fit and healthy and I can visualize my muscles and say it all day long. And I've, you know, and they will, they say they'll change somehow, like your makeup a little bit. They've done studies yeah, on this, but the, the muscular stuff won't actually develop like I want. Like my endurance did not go up by just sitting there and doing at home breathing exercises. <laughs> like my endurance went up when I put it into practice. So alignment, thought, thought right thoughts, right words, right actions. You know, the, like I said, the Buddhist kind of notion, like it's a very important thing and very simple if you break it down but it can be very sometimes daunting right to be like i know a lot of people this is one of the ways i would say with alignment it's like say i'm trying to lose weight and i'm sitting there and i'm trying to bring up a positive attitude so i'm in like i'm sitting on my floor right now meditating closing my eyes thinking about i'm beautiful i'm whatever you know some people can't even utter the words like they can't even say the words because they don't believe it so what i mean by this is Right thoughts, I am beautiful. Like you have to like know that this future thing, you're beautiful, but you stand up and look in the mirror and you're still overweight, right? And then all of a sudden you don't even feel like acting, right? You're like, this is going to be impossible. I'll never lose this weight mm -hmm. and no action occurs, right? So it's like, yeah. it's for me, like as someone that struggled with addiction, come on, I'm going to get better. I promise I'm going to be better. And then you're better, you know, like, and you do it. And then everyone, you know, like you relapse and mess up. You're like better. And most people, honestly, that's the hardest part about it is like, they don't see the progress they made in that work in between to even start believing that. So what did you think? Let me, before we go too far about alignment, like how you feel about this. Yeah, it's interesting. Nobody, nobody likes a preacher, like somebody who, doesn't practice what they preach. And for me, I ran into this recently, actually, because I did a talk about the, the effects of sugar, the negative effects that refined sugar has on our brain and, and physiology. And then what happens is I was not practicing what I preach because I'll have a sugar craving one day and I'll just go binge on some sugar mm -hmm. like I mean, this happens a lot, actually. Yeah, like, yeah. it's a small, it's a smaller circuit kind of to practice with, too. So I was just like checking myself like Brody, like, who are you, dude? Like, are you really practicing what you preach? Like, and that's all that's a small example. And I'm not beating yeah. myself up over it. It's just interesting to be aware of that. Yeah, shame is only I've learned like the shouldn't I say shame too is a correction feeling like oh I gotta do what I practice what I preach but not give up and call myself a liar because I gave in to my you know craving like for me I learned that very well with addiction you know I had to not 
and I still did it anyway. I had to not like keep blaming myself, diminishing myself, shaming myself. All of that just create kept creating more shame. Actually, you know, my thoughts became. You get into those egoic loops, and what I mean by that, like an ego circuit, is a thought pattern, right? Like you, you try to. So for me, when I'm trying to do this alignment thing, let me just give you a little example, dude. I'll say I'm trying to get out of uh, addiction to substances. There we go. <laughs> and every day I work a little harder on using less, right? And I, I would be in this cycle every day of addiction, right? Use the drugs. I would um, earn. I would get money. I'd get high. Then I'd wake up in the morning sick, and I'd have to. If I had money, I'd buy drugs or do the drugs. But I was in this cycle of thoughts, words, actions. Right? I can't ever get over this. So I can't ever get over this. And I kept. I took no action for a while. Right? To you change. But when I started taking action, because this little thought, this small thought that hasn't grown big enough yet, but is starting to saying, wait, I can do better. I'm doing better. So each day, like energetically, I don't notice it, but I start reducing down my bad behavior, what I call bad, and I start correcting it. But I come up against old beliefs that restore shame. And so I go back into that cycle. But what I'm saying is the more I persist into that thought, you know, of positivity and changing and like align with my thoughts then my actions and, you know, my, I'm sorry, my thoughts, my words and actions. I'm just talking about when we're trying to change those patterns, it, the persistence, the resilience you have to have to mm -hmm. energetically. It's like, I have to put that life force into that seed to grow. I have to, there's no way I'm going to have a tree to overshadow and actually like be my main tree of light instead of the, e you know, the ego is, drug addiction tree like i'm imagining each thing like a thought as a seed growing into something and that seed for addiction was a huge mammoth <laughs> huge tree but i wanted to grow a bigger tree of health and light and that took a while dude a lot of cultivating you know a lot of practice so yeah I mean, today like, even yeah sorry well like even before uh all that is your intention you're like what is yeah. your intent behind Before it the thoughts like what is that mm -hmm. that's, that's a mysterious what is behind thought you know is that like i've actually meditated on this a lot like what's behind the thoughts and there's all these theories and lots of people say well it's just your old thoughts and your ideas and whatever it may be or beliefs or whatever you know yeah, but how you reprogram those thoughts is by putting new thoughts into it. So it's kind of mm -hmm. like this system. You got to keep putting coins into the this <laughs> pulling the freaking <laughs> jackpot thing. One day it's gonna hit. No, I mean it does hit, that's it does get better though. But mm -hmm. I notice now, so addiction is not. I I have mastered that. That tree has changed. I have gotten it to a lot healthier stuff. But I still like shame come up. I still think of all these things and i still um fail to complete what i'm trying to do sometimes and like you talk about the sugar thing which is a much smaller thing which is great because i do the same thing sugar i love like especially if i don't eat well that day i'll binge on sugar at the end of the night and like i won't feel that great in the morning i'll feel like bloated and gross and i'll feel mm -hmm. kind of like yuck that yuck um, can do two things. It can make me go further into it, if I or I can use it to change. Like, yep. So what it's do you? That, uh, it's that cognitive dissonance, like that occurs. But there's that resistance. 
from who you are and who you want, who you're trying to be. And there's that resistance, which is like a good sign, but that can, it can make you or break you in. It's a constant process of eventually trying to create a pattern, a habitual response Mm -hmm. to what you're doing. And it becomes automatic to a certain point. Like for example, people that are vegetarian, like they have incredible discipline, whether you believe in that or not, they have incredible discipline. And I admire that after they can go years without eating Mm -hmm. any meat. And I, I admire that. Like it's, it's impressive. Yeah. Definitely discipline in like that type of habits. I think that's the cool thing about the mind is all these habits that have been formed into making toxic negative thoughts. You can do positive just as easily. It's just takes what daily habitual intention, thoughts, words, actions. And sometimes you don't really get that far into the action steps except for because even this is funny and weird and I don't want to get too into this type of thinking, but an intention is a thought it is a vibration it's even an action to some degree it's just not like i believe the mind like the more we focus on stuff it becomes more and more apparent in this reality so like intentions then thoughts the words and then manifestation um and the more i focus on that each day like like i meditate on love and these things and it began to radiate out like a like an old when i say ego too like an my mind's programming language in a way like old me, my ego is old Alex and old Alex is always compared against new Alexander, if you will. And that mm-hmm. is that like, Hey, this isn't what we are like. My mind is saying to the new, <laughs> and I'm like, but I like it. And it's like, well, are you sure? And I'm like, and the energy I put into it, you know, this intention is yes, I'm sure. Let's keep this. And the ego all of a sudden is your ally. And it says, okay. I align with this, right? Like I can, I can agree with you. And those are when habits and things start forming um, and become automatic. Like you say, right? Like an automatic discipline to be better, but that's, right. like, that's, that's when it gets to be easy. You know, yeah. once you form that ha- habitual neurological response and it just becomes automatic, like tying your shoes, like getting up at 5 AM in the morning or after so a you, long period of time. When you were working out, I want to ask about your pain in your arms. Like you built a new pattern, that pattern, that would be a hard one because you're working through pain, right? But now you're fit and healthy. Like what, what did you, how did that, how did that happen? Like, what was that pattern like changing? As far as when I was visualizing getting healthy or. So you visualized first, I guess I'm asking the steps. Like what you did at like in a simple Lord, you visualized working out and being healthy, right? Right. And I just visualized it so many times that it finally happened. I, I had that doubt that it would actually ever so happen. You visualized it, but when did it become action? I guess is more. When did that thoughts of seeing you in that place? How did like, cause you are in that place now. So somehow there was a point where you started acting and actually physically exercising i it's difficult to remember but i believe it was it started like with just a few push-ups here and there just yeah so you started with the thoughts and the intention and then you matched that intention in your mind with the body doing what you told your mind you were going to do right so it started aligning like literally 
intention, thoughts, because the intention to be healthy is really the pre-thought, right? I have this desire, crave, and that turns into that thought of I'm going to change this thing, these exercising and doing that pain in your arms. There's you had more than just normal resistance to it. That's, a, that's right. an extensive level of, that's different. And a lot of people I know have that in their life, like things that are handicaps, if you will. I don't like to use mm-hmm. that name, but things we consider handicaps. Addiction is considered a handicap to a degree to some and a, and a blaming at weapon for others. But that's a whole nother story. Um, right. So there, there was that alignment there, but it just, took a little longer to manifest into space and time. So you, um, you started doing more and more push-ups, and did that help your intention as you saw when you started seeing results? Because I know when I start seeing little results and stuff, it like, oh, all of a sudden that energy I've been put, putting in gets easier to create, right? It gets better. My mind of this future me is possible, right? Well, like, uh, here's like another example. So I, I, one time I had a seizure and I, um, broke part of, you know, my shoulder and I went to the doctor and the doctor said that you're going to need surgery. And I said, uh, uh, cause I already understood how I could heal and I heal my forearms. And, mm-hmm. um, for a while I doubted my decision to not have surgery, but eventually like I, like step one was visualization. Step yeah. two is actually doing small little pushups against the wall. Such yeah. a small resistance. Yeah, but that, that, that's like that, like I don't, and not to be religious, but Jesus, he says a mustard seed of faith, right? Just enough, just a tiny bit of faith to change where you're at. And that's what I, you did it. That's like a little, it's, that's amazing. Sorry. Keep telling me. Right. Or I mean, like even just push, imagine like practice yourself pushing through the air. There's no resistance, like just with oxygen and air, very little. So you can just, First, it's visualize, you know, doing that and then just a little bit more. And then eventually you're against the wall. Then eventually you're on the floor doing push-ups. And- mm. The process, the faith builders, growth. I mean, man, so this is one thing I found with meditation, too. A lot of people don't have a lot of time to spend meditating or they don't have the focus. And I found that intention, just the desire to want to get better like the universe fills in the energy blanks there. What I mean is like five minutes of meditating someone that is just beginning the energy in that, like the growth from it is like 10 times me meditating for an hour now, because it's eat. What I'm saying is like the universe always helps us. Whether you, I know what I'm saying is like, if you feel handicapped in some area, I know that your weaknesses become your strengths. Like I know this happens. I've seen it myself in many, many people, and it's it's a mental heart thing. It's not a religious thing. I thought I find everything in this universe spiritual, everything. So when I say that, I mean consciousness. I mean universe, you know. And but I do mean love, and I do mean that passion, that intention to change us. That's like one of the the fire, right? You had the fire to to do that. Well, it's this is like a really cool exploration about this topic of alignment and you know like i bet there's probably plenty of guys in prison they were like yeah when i get out you know i'm gonna be doing this this and that and i'm sure that happened for you but it's it's different dude 
you got to explain a little bit of that. Oh yeah. So, so with manifestation and, um, people in prison, first of all, like they, the belief system's prison based, right. And that symbolic representation is there. People believe they're stuck. They believe they're, you know, part of the system, that things never change, that this, and it's hard because it very much verifies that. Right. But I know that when you're in a place like that, the energy is there for your like harvesting. If you're willing to be the one that, Hey, wait a second. No, I'm not going to follow that pattern. Like, so for all those people that were not brave and this is not judgment for all those people that like you, it becomes your power. Literally when you honor your truth and you like start to like utilize the energy of those places um, and not just prison, but rehabs, like when you gain your, you, you grow with confidence. What I'm saying is like, I was by myself meditating and I, It was like, I didn't want to join a gang. And it sounds funny because that really is a thing, but I'm laughing at it. Like, how is that part of my life? But anyway, like, I didn't want to join a gang. I didn't want to, like, I wanted to get better. I had my, and so I had to learn how to meditate in front of people, which was really a personal thing for me, especially when I was doing, like, Kriya breathing exercises, which are like, (laughs) and these guys walk by, like, a group of them, like, like, imagine high school was the worst playground you've ever been on in school, and all of them kids are bullies, you know, and and it's not out of, and this is the sad thing, it's a hurt place, so when I could um, sit there and have a little bit of courage, right? A little bit of like acting in my heart and representing my heart in this physical world. So right, you know, my intention to be better, my thoughts to be better, my reading to be better. Then it took me courage to say it to people like, Mm. like, no, I feel like I'm, I I am, I am worthy. No, I mean, this is, I'm trying to tell you, I I am, I am, am I, this is, am, and it was like the stuttering of, wait i am worthy i am worthy like to say people can't even say the word with the egoic resistance sometimes they laugh they like mock it but they're like cynically and i mean this against myself too like think about it how are there sentences like i am beautiful or to say that i am beautiful i am beautiful be a straight guy and say i am beautiful right like literally feeling your heart the, the eh, and then you're like wait no and you say it enough right an intention and it begins to really change in your world then you don't if you feel can, it. if you can say it i guess in prison then you can say it anywhere it's, exactly <laughs> like this is the thing the prison mindset infects our whole world everyone thinks they're stuck for some mm-hmm. reason they've let the ego come and tell them that like the worst things are permanent and the best things will never last. That's the ego, right? The worst, it's like all hell is going to be here and we're never going to feel heaven, you know? And at first that was real. That was a part of the process. So like the energy did have to move. There were days of fucking hell, dude, right? Like would literally do Kriya like Breath of Fire, you know, Breath of Fire, right? For, mm-hmm, yeah. Just, just to get energy to walk to the chow hall. <laughs> <laughs> but now I can run like 10 miles without a problem. Do you see like it <laughs> yeah. the intention, but the belief, I, somehow there was a belief in me, an intention deep inside a small seed of infinity, right? That was like, wait, like I'm going to be. I'm going to take this. This is, I'm worthy. This be, you know, there was a part of me that said no more, no more. Tran- Transmutation, dude. Talk yeah. about, you know? Yeah. It's 
So I would say that I would, I worked on that each day and I would have cellmates sometimes that it was so wild to watch energy work so powerfully in my world though. Like I would get, I would manifest safe cellmates and safe spaces. And, you know, I would try to create like Travis, my buddy, you know, who I met in prison had, you know, like his space when he went, when we weren't cellmates was called his dojo, right? The place, those suits they make Mm -hmm. us wear are my meditation suits, not my, prison fatigues right they're my sandals not my shower shoes i mean i started changing the version of reality for myself i mean this like walking in the light means walking in it as well as talking in it right and that's where rubber meets the road the alignment right there dude the alignment is and if you can do it in a place like that like i'm not saying everybody needs to go to prison or jail to to experience like no but but it's more obvious in a place like that it's It's easy to see it's easy to see the differences in society it's easy to see because i had time away from technology and i had time to that was so important that space the sacred space i tell you about right so I had to learn to create it everywhere I was like, and I started, I might and I don't know, spun out, but when I, I wasn't high or anything, but I just was scared in a weird state when I first day in prison. And I was in what's called the shoe, which is the intake where they take like shave your face and take pictures and all do medical stuff. And there's 15 people. It's not the shoe is the segregated housing unit. I thought. Yeah. That's another for, that's the other thing, but this is called the horseshoe because it's shaped like a horseshoe and go through all these things. But the first thing, first time in prison, everyone's scared. And I sit in that cell and to start the intention to change my whole way. I go into prison to the system. I decided I would meditate in that cell, close my eyes and breathe in front of 15 people doing meth and drugs. And that's very, that was true. They were snoring drugs on the other side of the cell. And we were packed in there like, a, honestly, like way, way against fire standards. No one could, I could barely sit shoulder to shoulder, smells bad. Everyone's close. It was horrible. But I started floating above my body, <laughs> like a lot completely. But like, I felt peace. It was like the universe said, you had the bravery to do that. So here, boom energy released energy Uh released like that aversion and all of a sudden i started building what different neural pathways right Mm -hmm. like wait a second i'm gonna cope this way i'm not gonna Mm -hmm. ask that guy for that heroin he's snorting right there i'm literally looking my demon straight in the cell stuck with them for a long time (laughs) but i can do it i can do it now you know and it's like I guess like to put this into the perspective of an average person listening, it's like, dude, you, you went out like COVID's a perfect example. And I don't yeah. mean to get hyper political or anything no, no, like that, no. but, but COVID was a fear and people respect all the people that face that fear. And um, I don't know if you wear a mask, you don't either way. I don't care. It's just eventually yeah, no. you're going to have to face that fear I, of getting covid or whatever else the fear but, that everyone got hijacked by fear and you're right like yeah you have to be i don't yeah facing fears symbolically and like the mask is a crazy thing to me because it so shows the heart right like the vagus nerve controls facial expressions so it's like all these people have been covering their face for it's like when me like when i had my tooth missing i was covering my face in shame but they've right. done it for so long, they have to realize they need to take the mask off their heart. 
Like they got to realize it's okay. They're very brave, that courage, right? Like to be one thing or one day or another, the end, whatever, the death, whatever comes. So learning to not like fear it, to not run towards it either, but to honor these things. Like, so yes, fear of like, that's the thing I learned. Like if I have an aversion to something, I know this sounds very weird. This doesn't mean go touch like I have an aversion to touching the hot stove. That's a very bad type of argument, but there's an aversion to look at things and we know what it is. And if you're t telling yourself right now, like, no, I, you know exactly what thing I'm talking about. There is uh -huh. no question. We all know what needs to be looked at. It's not that complicated. So go in your heart and do it, you know, in the mind, right? Both. So like, that's what I've learned. And, Alignment takes, like you said, I mean, talk is cheap, but it isn't. Talk is so powerful when it's used right. correctly, right? Mm -hmm. Words have power. So that's why I'm yes. sending, like, I am love. And, like, I'm trying not to, like, laugh if they say it. I am, like, beautiful. <laughs> like, <laughs> laughing, but I mean it. Like I'm, gor I'm, I'm gorgeous, dude. There I'm, you go. Like, that, it's like saying I'm not it. scared of saying it. I'm not scared of saying that I love other men. Yeah, you know like, what I mean? I, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. It's the in a not in a non-sexual way. I get it. That's like it's great because I love everything. I I'm not. I don't like everything, right? I but I love. I love everything, and I mean that in my heart. In my that old stuff like sexuality is a great area they've divided us. They made everything gender. They made everything separate. You're different. You're different. You're handicapped. You need this separate space because you're so wounded. You're such a victim. M making right? titles of everything. You're a doctor. You're a, you're a garbage man. Like <laughs> <laughs> labels are limitations, bro. They mm -hmm. are. They used to be like labels are great for like creating, but they're also they're also imprisonments, right? It's like mm -hmm. so anyway. We'll close that out. I think a lot of like passionate <laughs> energy in mm -hmm. those statements. So like me, I mean, that's, it's hard to just like say those sentences. I know a friend and she's not a dude that has trouble saying like beautiful things about herself too. So it's kind of like, we all feel it. We just mm -hmm. need to learn to accept it. And, but to learn to say what, besides what I'd say, to learn to feel what I say and to say what I feel like to slow it down to that. And to honor that is one of the most magical things I've ever learned. <laughs> yep. And to close out, like to our listeners, if, if you're feeling aligned vibrationally, give us a, a five-star review if you can. That would be amazing. And not out of a marketing sense, just out of an energy sense. Absolutely. Brody, um, awesome. Keep being courageous. And maybe, yeah. Just keep doing it, man. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> All right. All right, bye.